So if you listen to WCPT, you're you're probably not a fan of this guy. If you're watching us on Mercado Airwaves on YouTube or on the Rewind the Rewind Sports 60 Roku channel, you might be a fan of this guy. I don't know here. And a story like this should really not be making local news. It should be on, you know, maybe ESPN, Sports Illustrated should cover it. A few local sources out in Florida. But Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, you know, that that guy, good old uh, Ronnie D. I'm going to make that his new nickname, I swear. Has vetoed state funding for the Tampa Bay Rays training facility. And it's, again, that's Mercado. Does that seem like something that should be national news that everyone's covering? Uh, not in today's day and age when, you know, there's mass shootings and baby formula shortages and, you know, COVID is on fire right now. But for some reason, for good reasons, of course, Governor Ron DeSantis can stay out of the news. Of course. Of course not. And you bring up valid points here because Ron DeSantis said, I don't support giving taxpayer dollars to professional sports stadiums, period. So at the end of the day, that was just the decision that was going to be made. And that, that should be the end of the story. You know, whether, whether you like Ron DeSantis or not, you, you can agree on his stance. You know, okay, that's fine. Up for debate, it's not that big a deal. But this is Ron DeSantis. He can't keep his foot out of his damn mouth because he had to follow up by saying, either way, I'm sorry, he had to follow up by saying, it is inappropriate to subsidize political activism of a private corporation. Either way, it's not appropriate. He repeats himself, huh? wonder if he had a lot to say. But there, we were not in a situation to use taxpayer dollars for a professional stadium that would have GOP said, Ron DeSantis, yes, he has a history of blocking sports stadiums, but he also has a history of n- not liking companies that don't agree with him politically. And it wasn't until the Tampa Bay Rays put out some tweets, you know, the party of all oh, the Democrats hate mean tweets and donated $50,000 to every town for gun safety. That seems to be when Ron DeSantis decided to go and block the funding for the Tampa Bay Rays training facility. And what's even worse is in this blocked bill is blocking things for the USF, the Moffitt Cancer Center and new roads that are going to be built here. And Pasco County was so looking forward to this, you know, great place to train, they're going to have youth organizations to keep some of these youth kids busy, you know, like Little League World Series, possibly all this stuff to come to the community. But Ron DeSantis, yes, whether you, we can we can play both sides. Yeah, he didn't want to fund it. You know, I don't blame him. Taxes suck. But the fact that, you know, he was on the fence until they decided to go and say, you know, oh, we we want to help keep guns out of hands. You know, something the GOP doesn't want to do. And, you know, he has a history of also, uh, God, what, do he, what does he have a history of doing to people that, or companies that don't agree this political ideology, Mercado? Gee, I wonder. This is um, a dictatorship, a distraction. I mean, there's a lot to kind of unpack here. And, of course, this should not be a big deal here. But Ron DeSantis had to go and keep his, you know, his foot in his mouth here. And I'm really just curious here, like, what do you think, Mercado? Do you think this is fully he didn't want high taxes? 
or is this purely political gain or a little bit of both? It's what it's what the the both sides of the political spectrum, but more specifically, this man in in this conversation, Governor Ron DeSantis, just like Governor Abbott and just like some of the other senators we've seen, including these governors. This is all political talk. This is all political gain. This is all political fixing to see what you could do with your constituents and money, because when we look at where his funding is coming from. Where all his political campaign funding comes from, you can start going down the list when it comes to it. I think my big issue with this entire story is the other things that have been nixed in this deal. We can all agree that taxpayers shouldn't be paying for so many of this coverage when it comes to new stadiums, new training facilities. It is crazy. But this is the same state that is up for sale when it comes to the crypto bros. And when it comes to all these retail places building upon a shore that is falling apart, this is not something new we've seen from the state. We've seen them go after Disney. And it's not like Disney is the most righteous of companies to begin with. So we know they're willing to go up against anybody. Now, what what this means for the midterms, what this means come election season, what this means when there's a presidential election, I don't know. I, I believe that Governor DeSantis has wanted to be the, the Republican representative for a long time. I think he wants to be on the bill if Donald Trump is not on it. But these are the type of moves that if you don't look into them, you can see how they can trick a, a person who isn't following, who just votes R or D, right, when they see the ballot come out. And, oh, yeah, this guy doesn't want to just give the billionaires a brand new stadium. He's looking out for us, except for the fact that right now Miami is flooded, right? Because they have the infrastructure, right? Because that's what Miami's known for, it's their infrastructure, even though hurricane season happens every year in Florida, right? It's not a new occasion, but yet— Liberal hawks. Oh, yeah, no, it's a total liberal hawks. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Alex Jones. These aren't real. <laughs> so I think the, the interesting thing is his answer and his response— to COVID, his answer, his response to gun violence, his answers and his response to all these other things that are happening in his state, but how fast he was to react to this situation, to this occurrence. Now, do I believe these sports teams need to stop asking for handouts? They need to stop asking for the the general public that they don't look out for. You know, it's not like Tampa Bay is going to make tickets super cheap for their fans. It's not like concessions are going to go down. They're not going to look out for the people who support them. But I don't want for one second, for of all people, Ron DeSantis to get any type of good PR for doing something like this. And this is not even to talk about any of the issues that we have with the state of Florida, the state of Texas, when it comes to the trans community trying to get into sports. So it, it, it doesn't surprise me on this level, the pettiness. And that's what this comes down to, right, Deb? I mean, we like to have fun here on the Sports Cubicle when it's the marvelous one, Dan Marver, when it's Paul Shivari, when it's yourself, Devin Tingle, myself, Mike Mercado. That's why we love talking to our community on Twitter at Sports Cubicle TV because it's fun to talk about sports. But when, it's, when the veil isn't even, is lifted, it, they're not even pretending anymore that this is a bipartisan issue. We don't have bipartisan issues anymore in this country let alone something like this where it's just straight pettiness. But here's my question to the governor of Florida. What happens if you start losing some of these companies? What happens when Disney stops wanting to play ball with you? What happens when the Marlins or the Buccaneers or the Dolphins or the Panthers or the Lightning or the Rays decide that they don't want to mess with you anymore? When does it start being enough? Because we know the country can forgive a lot of things. It can forgive 
murders on the streets by police officers. It could forgive corruption in the government level. But don't you mess with their sports teams. Don't you mess with the beloved. So I don't know. I mean, do you think this has an impact long term for, for the Florida teams, for the Rays who have always just been on the brink of leaving? I'm glad you mentioned that because we remember a few years back, you know, the Rays were considering moving to Montreal. And it's like the, their mindset is already up there. I mean, Tropicana Field is pretty garbage. And yes, this was not for the field, it's for a training facility. But again, this whole big thing of this, you know, we talk about how it's like, you know, maybe the state shouldn't fund it. But, you know, look at the revenue that could bring into these communities too, like Pasco Community here. Definitely a big factor here. And the thing is, Florida, you know, all these people are like, oh, I'm leaving Illinois. It's too expensive. I'm going to Florida. Yeah, Florida is now more expensive to live in than Illinois. It is going up in price right now here. So I'm not sure what, you know, DeSantis is doing, you know, and how many times you can, you know, put the, you know, the eyes over someone's face, the fingers in the ears and go, la, 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 everything's hunky-dory here. And the very next day after this thing with the, I'm glad you brought up his attack on the trans feed because the very next day he proposed, um, an, uh, he talked, he proposed a way to, pretty much ban healthcare for trans youth and trans and if it starts with trans youth it could easily go to trans adults here and that's discrimination here and that's where it gets wrong here we had whole you know wars over discrimination and just and you bring up a good point here it's like you mess with someone's sports team you go too dang far like i wear this white socks hat everywhere you know this you see this i'm surprised this thing isn't turned to orange challenge wear the damn thing and I'm telling you, if the White Sox are leave Chicago because something Mayor Lightfoot did or Governor Pritzker, that may actually, it shouldn't, but that might actually affect how I vote here. But it's definitely just the thing is, you know, a guy like Ron DeSantis, he's do, he just does so damn much that you lose track of it all. Kind of like the guy that, uh, who is, this guy was the president, I think, and I, I God, every time he was in trouble, he did something that you you forgot about what happened the day before. It's insanely crazy. I don't know. It's just that whole the distract and deflect playbook here. So this will be interesting here. Florida is, you know, get on price. You know, they, they got, you know, flooding in the house. They got flooding. And, you know, you got guys like Ben Shapiro saying, sell your house. Sell it to who? Freaking Aquaman. <laughs> it's, just, it's insane with how this is going here. And this party is just, it's just, it's, we like to talk sports, like Ricardo said. We like to have fun. But every now and then we all get serious. And this is a different segment on Sports Cubicle. But it's involved in sports. Like I said at the beginning, something like this should not be a national news story. But, you know, he had to throw that little jab in there. Well, I want to talk a little bit just for a second here before we kind of wrap up. And we start having fun conversations throughout this entire show. But when we talk about the trans community and the athletes that come from that community, I think a big problem, and I think it's something we need to start addressing as sports fans, you and I, straight men who need to acknowledge this, you know, who who need to bring this out whenever we have the platform. Obviously, same thing with The Marvelous One and for with Paul Shivari is this idea of, I think masculinity excuse, and, and men feel attacked when it comes to it. And I think they're afraid. And I think it's inherently sexism more than anything. I think men believe, how dare a, a formerly a, a woman now who's now who was a man, how dare they go down in competition and beat up those poor defensive women? Because men actually believe that they could beat any woman in a sport. You ask, and I've had friends who've, who've said this to me, who are at best average basketball players, really believe that they can beat some of the best D1 and WNBA players. Like, as if that's not just utterly insane. 
as if that's not the weirdest narcissism and sexism. Look, I understand, you know, loving your game. But just because we're the same species doesn't mean we're the same animal. And that's the case for some of these premier athletes who are women. And I think that's a conversation we need to have. I think it's a fair conversation to talk about what age group, what kind of competition, should it be an open field, should we have its own division? So Those are sports conversations. Those are conversations innocent enough once we've gotten past the idea of can they even compete? Are you out of your mind? First of all, how many great athletes come from the state of Florida and you're going to hold that down? How much great PR are you missing out by doing? This is all simple stuff. Even if you want to be cynical, what you can use for good PR. But we're so far down the rabbit hole of we talked about how much Ron DeSantis would give anything to be Ron Trump Jr. the third. Like we've seen how much they want to do that. But I just wanted to bring acknowledgement to that. That I think a real big basis of this transphobia in sports comes down to men feeling like they're superior to women in sports, even though try to hit a fast pitch from Jenny Fitch back in the day and see how what you're going to do. And let's 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 address the elephant in the room. When the hell did you start caring about women's sports? It's been I have never seen anyone seem to care about women's sports. And the thing is, they don't even care about the women's sports. They only want to talk about the trans athlete. So if anything, it sounds like you guys don't give two. I want to cuss, and one day we're going to do an uncensored show. We're going to have to, just for me. It seems like you just care more about the trans person. And if you do your damn research, the party that doesn't, I don't want to hear, oh, I did my own research on the vaccine. Mother bleeper, you can't do your research on anything. <laughs> these these trans athletes like Mercado, we can't just go put on like a women's swimsuit and go swing right now. We get blood tested, hormone tested, to make sure that we don't have too much testosterone in our damn I just say the athletes don't have too much damn testosterone in their body to compete. They are on drugs that change their body here. And you bring up a good point here. And Scott Duff, uh, he talked about this in out Chicago. He thinks one of the big things is, is he doesn't see how men can see. Why would a man want to take all that male privilege, male power and lose it just like that thing is organized discontent. And, there are still a lot of issues for the gay community, but in 2015, uh, I'm sorry, 2015, gay, uh, gay marriage just passes legal. So in their mind, the gays have won. Now it's on to the other boogeyman, the trans community. And until we can help them, that's going to be their new boogeyman because it's all about organizing discontent, pointing fun at the other, and you know, creating that boogeyman here. But I'm sorry, the boogeyman is in Florida. The boogeyman, there's two of them out in Texas. The boogeyman, he's out in Mar-a-Lago. This boogeyman, this fake boogeyman, he's real. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's not the guy in the White House. The guy in the White House said he's not going to ban your guns. Yet I see on your damn Facebook, take my gun, bud. Take my gun. Do your damn research. Don't get me started, Dev. Nothing here. I mean, discontent and deflection here. Biden is not a dictator. Wearing a mask is not oppression. Telling companies, I don't like your style. I'm going to break you till you get the hell out. That is authoritarianism. Yeah, I'm get with you. De- water on me. <laughs> it's okay. Look, at it. it's it's frustrating because it goes beyond. It's just common sense. Look, at I get being, you know, being having those quote unquote old school American values to a point. I understand where some people come from. But when we start talking about just the nonsense of even in these states that are open carry and yet 20, 21 people were able to just lose their life, all fourth graders and teachers, 
and then we see in a hospital another open carry state, four people dead, Sandy Hook, people thought it was a hoax. It's like none of this surprises me anymore because they were all abled, enabled to do this. And it's up to us and the reasonable people, whether it's a discussion, a debate, the reasonable people who listen to us here on the Sports Cubicle to have these conversations, to bring them out to the proper platform, and to also understand that this is complicated. And that Devin and I and Paul and Marver understand that we're not going to have all the answers. And that we're just some dumb dudes talking about sports and sometimes important stuff here on the Sports Cubicle. But we also understand that there are things bigger than sports. And there are things that you have to read between the tea leaves, between the lines. And that's what the story is with Ron DeSantis. And that's what continues to happen. And it's something that we can't ignore. Because guess what? As big of a state Illinois is and as big of a city and sports Chicago is, so is Texas and so is Florida. So is Miami. So is Dallas. So is Houston. So is Tampa. So is San Antonio. So, of course, we're going to talk about these things. And they're important, too. But, Dev, I think I think for, for at least a little bit, we'll talk more as it goes on. And there's going to be plenty of important things to talk about worldwide and in the States. But I want to make sure everybody's following us on Twitter at SportsCubicleTV. Let us know your thoughts. What do you think about the action taken by the governor of Florida? What do you think Chicago? The Chicago Bears are on the clock. We're going to start seeing some of those true Chicago politics play out when we find out if theirs are going to Arlington Heights or stayed in the lakefront. Let us know your thoughts. We're on Twitter at SportsCubicle TV. It's Devin Tingle. It's Paul Shivari. It's the Marvelous One, Dan Marver. I'm Mike Mercado.